saints of the most high God we greet you by saying praise the Lord we thank God for you we thank God for you but if you would all stand we're going to go not going to belabor the hour and turn with me to the book of Acts Seventh chapter of the book of Acts. In the 21st verse, we're going to read Acts 27, verse 21 through 26, and then we're going to drop down to verse 40 through 44. When you have it, say amen. But after long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sure, sirs, you have should have hearkened unto me and not have loosed here from Crete and to have gained this harm and this loss. Now I exhort you to be of good cheer for there should be no loss of any man's life among you but of this ship for there stood by me this night hmm. the angel of the Lord stood by me this night how many know when you're going through God's going to have a word for you hallelujah hallelujah for there stood by me this night the angel of the Lord, whose I am and whom I serve, saying, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought before Caesar, Caesar. And lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God. How many believe God on today? Be of good cheer. For I believe God. Hallelujah. That it shall be even as it was told me. Howbeit, we must cast upon a certain island. Verse 40. And when they had taken up the anchors, they committed themselves unto the sea and loosed the rubber bands and hoisted the mainsail to the wind and made toward shore. And falling into a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground and the four and the four parts stuck fast and remained unmovable. But the hinder part was broken with the violence of the waves. And the soldiers' counsel was to kill the prisoners, lest any of them should swim out and escape. But the centurion, willing to save Paul, kept them from their purpose and commanded that they which could swim should cast themselves first into the sea and get to land and the rest brothers and sisters some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship and so it came to pass that they all escaped safe to land that they all escaped safe to land dear heavenly father we thank you, we praise you, we magnify you on today. We thank you for this day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it, Lord God. We thank you for another chance and opportunity to share of your most perfect word, Lord God. Help me to decrease and increase, Lord God, you. Oh God, help us to hide this word in our heart that we may not sin against thee. All these blessings we ask in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Brothers and sisters, briefly on today, I would like to speak with speak to you on a subject of on broken pieces. On broken pieces. On broken pieces. Brothers and sisters in life, we are faced with many difficulties, challenges, and situations. At times it seems as though everything we've tried just doesn't seem to work out. For life has a way of throwing us a curve, if you will. Sometimes we even think, Lord, why me? For there's going to come a time when it seems like everything is going wrong. I don't know about you, but sometimes it seems as though I can't do nothing but see the darkness of life. I don't know about you, but sometimes all I can see is the darkness of life. But here in our text, we see Paul telling these men to take courage, take courage, take courage, take courage. Courage, brothers and sisters, is the ability to face danger, difficulty, uncertainty, and pain without being overcome by fear or being deflected from a chosen course of action. Take courage. I don't know about you, but when I read this, I thought to myself, that's exactly what I need when I'm in my storm. That's exactly what I need when I'm in my mess. That's exactly what I need When I'm in my circumstance, that's exactly what I need in my storm. I'm reminded of David and how the Amalekites had took their wives and children captive and burnt down the city. This was a dark time. This was a dangerous time for David, if you will. David was in a storm, if you will. He was running and fighting, hiding, cave to cave, trying to escape the hand of Saul David said, I killed Goliath, I fought off the Philistines, I didn't kill Saul, but now this. Now this, brothers and sisters, many times we'll come to, come to a now this situation in our life. Many times we have problems and situations that, deal with, that we're dealing with on the daily, and then when something else comes, that's the very first thing we say is, now this. But he finds himself surrounded by the men we are now talking about killing him. Talking about stoning him to death. Talking about taking his life. But David didn't back down with fear. David took courage and he said, I'll strengthen myself in the Lord. Brothers and sisters, we all have to learn how to strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Strengthen ourselves in our faith. How many know when our faith is tested, you got to take courage and take on your strength. Somebody ain't hear me. I said, when we're going through, we got to take courage and take on our strength. Take on our power. Take on our authority that we have in the Holy Ghost. Take on the confidence that we have in the blessed word of life. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. And so it begins here, brothers and sisters. We see Paul here being wrongfully accused in jail for two years now. After going before King, King Agrippa, he boards this ship. He boards this vessel. This was no modern ship. This was not the love boat, brothers and sisters. Isaac was not there to greet you with a drink and a smile. I know y'all young people have no clue who I'm talking about. But Isaac was not there. This was no princess. This was no Disney. This was no Royal Caribbean cruise line. For there were no multiple decks, restaurants, nightclubs, spas, movie theaters. There was no lavish amenities here. With ornate chandeliers, grand staircases, beautiful artworks, swimming pools, movie stars. But brothers and sisters, 
but rather this was an old rugged grain ship. This is a rugged grain ship, a rugged cargo ship, if you will. These ships would typically have one sail or two sails. Sometimes they'll be about 36 to 40 feet wide. This was a cargo or prisoner ship, if you will. Prisoners and grain were not transported in lavish vessels. Prisoners and grain was not transported in the lap of luxury. But brothers and sisters, can you imagine the stench? Brothers and sisters, can you imagine the rats, the mice that stowed upon this ship? The malaria, the typhoon fever, typhoid fever, the cabin fever, the smallpox, the cholera, and other sickness and illnesses. Brothers and sisters, can you imagine the stench of men urinating, defecating, vomiting from this sickness? There is no bon voyage or ticket take parade with friends and loved ones waving goodbye. But this was a rugged ship. This was a rugged way. This was a rugged voyage, if you will. It was said, brothers and sisters, that Paul was the only prisoner who, with the, that was a true Roman citizen. Because him being a true Roman citizen, he had the right to appeal before Caesar. Can you restore that, please? The prisoners were just common criminals, robbers, thugs, cutthroats, who most likely sent to Rome for execution. Many of them would become gladiators where they were fight to their death. Some even fed to wild animals while onlookers and spectators were great, were packed great royal coliseums for sport. As this, brothers and sisters, we see this was no happy voyage Paul, being the witness that he was, used this ship as yet, as, as yet another opportunity to share hope to the lost. I don't care, brothers and sisters, what, how, how we find ourselves in this situation, how we find ourselves, what storm we find ourselves or situation, we should always be ready to share hope to the lost. I don't know about you, but we have to share hope to the lost. Paul's testimony before Agrippa was so anointed that the king himself said, you almost had me. Oh, my God, you almost persuaded me. You almost persuaded me to be a Christian. You almost persuaded me to serve your God. He said, this man has done nothing to deserve of death or chains. He went on to say, I would free him if he were not to appeal to Caesar. But brothers and sisters, how many know long before Paul's fate was determined in the court of man, God had already predestined him to go. I said long before our fate is determined by man, God has already predestined us to go. We need to tell somebody, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. It may cost me something, but I got to go. It may hurt me, but I got to go. I'm reminded of the songwriter that says, I don't care how you get there. Just get there if you can. Brothers and sisters, we need to develop some get there faith. Uh, some get there tenacity. Some get there priority. Some get there eagerness. Because I don't care what you got to go through. Just get there. Hell hounds are on my back, but I got to get there. I don't know where your there is, brothers and sisters. I don't know where he's taking you, but we sure enough got to go. I'm reminded a songwriter says, he may go over under, but we got to come in at the door. Brothers and sisters, we got to press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. The Bible says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me. Lead me to the rock. Lead me to the rock. Lead me to my purpose. Lead me to my destiny. Lead me to my help. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Because there's power. There's victory on the other side. Huh? I said there's victory on the other side. There's anointing on the other side. 
There's power on the other side. There's purpose on the other side. There's breakthrough on the other side of through. Put your hands together and shout glory. Put your hands together and shout hallelujah. We see brothers and sisters Paul board the ship as a prisoner with 275 other men. He was a prisoner, yet he was the unofficial leader of this vessel. He was a leader of this vessel because of the anointing. Brothers and sisters, people will put you in place because of your anointing. Your co-workers and your friends and your loved ones will put you at a certain place, a certain status because of the anointing. Because of the anointing, he was on assignment by God. Brothers and sisters, how many know that anointing is going to cost you something? It's going to cost you something. Somebody ought to know that it's going to cost you something. I'm reminded of Moses and how he was sent back. Sent back to his pain. Sent back to the place where of, of, his, of, of the origin. Huh? Sent back to the scene of the crime, if you will. Knowing, knowing he will be chased to the Red Sea. Knowing once they delivered, the people would murmur and complain. And knowing that he would, him himself would not possess the land. I'm reminded of Joseph and God, how God sent him on an assignment knowing he's going to be thrown in a pit. Huh? Knowing he's going to be sold into slavery. Knowing he's going to be going to the prison, to the jailhouse. But yet knowing he's going to be restored to the palace. But brothers and sisters, from the pit to the palace, the Bible says the Lord was with Joseph every step of the way. Tell somebody, I got to have the anointing. I got to have the anointing. How many know, brothers and sisters, God has sent us on this walk, sent us on this journey, knowing the enemy is going to attack our bodies, knowing the enemy is going to attack our mind, attack our faith, attack our finances. Our troubles come to make you better, brothers and sisters. Our chest and trials come to make you better. Our tests and trials come to make you strong. It's not coming to make you bitter, but it's to make you better. We ain't going to skate through these things, brothers and sisters. We ain't going to go through with no thorns, without thorns or thickets. But tell your neighbor, it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you something. We see here Paul on this ship. Selling at a time, it was just flat out dangerous. Flat out dangerous to, to, to sail at this time. After many days, the winds tossed and blew this ship. Paul warned them saying, man, I perceive this voyage will end in disaster and much loss. But they thinking about their own things, their own pockets, their own devices. Huh? They thinking about their they own things and not heeding to the man of God. How many know we have to heed to the man of God? Brothers and sisters, because at this time it was not time to sail. A lot of times we venture off and we want to do our own thing. Huh? We want to do our own thing. We want to, I don't know, I want to start my own ministry. I want to start my own thing. I want to quit my job. But it's not when it's not the time to sail. I want to venture off and do my own thing when it's not the time to sail. Y'all crimping my style. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to start my business. But it's not the time to sail. Brothers and sisters, I remember seeing my father in the many instances where he was broken. Got news, got certain news, got certain uh, news, you know, either from the saints or from his own personal situations, uh, maybe his health challenges. He was broken, distressed, downtrodden, but yet he put on that little gray robe. Huh? But he put on that gray robe and, and came up them back crickety steps and preached the word. 
he didn't always feel like it. Huh? Not because he felt like it. Not because he just, he, it was just in the plan. But he was on assignment by God. Hallelujah. Preached it in season and out of season. And there he stood. Preaching in pieces. Teaching. Broken. Praying in pieces. Huh? Fasting. Praying for the saints in pieces. A lot of times I would see his head pop up behind that pool and I would be like, why is he doing this today? Huh? Because he was on assignment by God. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, the anointing is free. The anointing is free, but it's going to cost you something. Put your hands together. Give God a great big praise. I thank God for our pastor. I thank God for the anointing that's on his life. I'll give you pastors according to my own heart. I will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Brothers and sisters, how many know sea passage in those days were dangerous? They didn't have these massive ships of today with all the safety devices and measures in place. Unfortunately, Paul, the storm that they encountered was not uncommon in those days. Many seas and oceans are blanketed with shipwrecks and treasures of today. Why? Because they set sail, not equipped, don't have the build to handle the storm. We see shipwrecks in society on today, brothers and sisters. We got mother shipwrecks, daddy ships, president ships, congressman ships, deacon ships, choir memberships, huh? Marriage ships with all they value, with all they treasure, with all they potential, their experience, their knowledge, all lost at sea. Why? Because they didn't have the strength in the build, in the faith to endure the storm. But brothers and sisters, my hope is built on nothing less. Somebody ought to know that my hope is built on nothing less. My hope is built on nothing less but Jesus' blood and righteousness. On Christ the solid rock I stand. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other grounds is sinking sand. Put your hands together and give God a great big praise. No soon after Paul's warning became a stark reality. Here they hear. Here we are. Days. Complete darkness. Complete darkness. No sight. No navigation. The waves beat upon the ship, pounded, flooded the deck. The sail was torn to pieces. All chaos and mayhem broke out. I said all chaos, panic, and mayhem broke out. No sight. No navigation. No sight. No navigation. But the, God, but the Bible says God is our refuge and our strength. He is my refuge and my strength. A very he present help in a time of trouble. A very present help in your time of storm. But there should be some who try to escape. But Paul said if they leave the ship, they're going to die. Hmm? If you jump, you're going to die. Brothers and sisters, many times we wonder, and this was the, the, the problem, or the dichotomy I had with this text is, why would, Lord, why would you want me to remain in something that's broken? Why was there a requirement to stay? 
When this thing is breaking, huh? Your finances, a lot of times they're broken. Your job, your relationships, your home. I'm often reminded that a man had the infirmity 38 long years. Jesus was walking through. He said, without be made whole. Huh? But he said, what did he say? He said, sir, I don't even have anyone to put me in. Every time the pool stirs, I'm always one step behind. Hmm? I'm always one step behind. And a lot of times, brothers and sisters, we feel that way in life. I'm always just one step behind. When they stir the pool of promotion, I'm always one step behind. Jimmy jumps in front of me. Huh? I'm always one step behind of whatever it's a situation with. But Jesus says, take up your bed and walk. Take up your bed and walk. Huh? Watch this. If he wasn't there, if he jumped long time ago, he wouldn't have been there in place when God was walking through. Huh? And then we wonder why. Why do I have to remain in something that's broken? Hmm? Why do I have to stay in this infirmity? Why have to stay in this situation? Why do I have to remain in this circumstance? Because you wouldn't be in place. And if you jump, you will die. I'm often reminded, brothers and sisters, of Beverly Hills Cop. And how Axel Foley, uh, he, he went to, the, to, to come to Beverly Hills to investigate the death of his partner. And at one place, you know, point, you know, time, he went to some lavish restaurant, went to some lavish club. He got in a fight and tore the place up. As a matter of fact, he wrecked the buffet. Huh? So later on, they took him to the police department and the police say, is this the man who wrecked the buffet of the Hyrule Club this morning? Hmm? What am I saying? The enemy is coming to wreck the buffet in your life. He's coming with some compounded situations. Some compounded problems. Job had a compounded situation. Just now this. Thing upon thing, situation upon situation. They couldn't leave him without another group coming and say, Job, you lost this. Job, you lost your cattle. Job, you lost your land. Job, you lost your children. That's a compounded situation. That is a compounded situation. That's the enemy wrecking your buffet, if you will, brothers and sisters. But Zechariah says, return to your stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Return to your stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Brothers and sisters, we have to make up in our mind, I will not be a prisoner to pain. I will not be a prisoner to guilt. I will not be a prisoner to suffering. I will not be a prisoner to my circumstance, but I will be a prisoner to hope. Somebody else shout hallelujah. Because God will restore to you double. He will restore to you double. But Job said, though he slay me, hallelujah, though he slay me, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Yet will I trust him. By now, in order to get total recovery in order to get, achieve total deliverance your total deliverance you got to stay in the ship you got to stay in the fire you got to stay in the flood the enemy comes to wreck your buffet if you will he coming to wreck your ship he's coming to wreck your promise he's coming to wreck your ship 
He's coming to wreck your stuff. But the Bible says, I have come that you may have life and you may have it more abundantly. The songwriter says, all things work together for my good. I said, all things work together for my good. Then it goes on to say, it's intentional. It's intentional. It's intentional. Your blessing was intentional. Your blessings was intentional. That your blessing was intentional. That new home was intentional. Your new car was intentional. But guess what? The opposite is always true. Because that pain that you feel, it's intentional. The suffering that you're enduring, it's intentional. The heartache that you're going through, it's intentional. The pain that you're going through. Brothers and sisters, it's intentional. That job that you lost, it's intentional. That stress that you have, it's intentional. The kids are acting up, it's intentional. The storm that you're going through. Brothers and sisters, it's intentional. The Bible says it was a good that I was afflicted. Why it was a good that I was afflicted. We don't always like it, but it was good that I was afflicted. So I may learn the statutes of thy law. How many know as you go through the fire, as you go through the storm, as you go through the circumstance, songwriter says my soul looks back in wonder my soul looks back in wonder my soul looks back in wonder how I made it over how I made it over I can see Paul on this ship as it starts to break in total darkness and total chaos in total darkness and total chaos no sight and no navigation just like David he's surrounded by crooks and robbers robbers and thieves but like Luke say all hope to be saved was finally given up all hope to be saved was finally given up brothers and sisters I don't know about you but Luke boarded this ship with him even your prayer partners were throwing the towel even your shuck buddies sometime will throw in the towel. All hope to be saved was finally given up. How many know when you come to the end of yourself, when you come to the end of your rope, that's when God will show up. And that's when God will show out. I said that's when God will show up. And that's when God will show out on your behalf. In your behalf, in your wearing. But just then, Paul said, I got a word from the Lord. Do not be afraid. You must be brought before Caesar, and God has granted you all those. Not just some, but all those. All those that sail with you. But how many know when you get a word from the Lord? The enemy's gonna come in like a flood. He's gonna cast doubt. He's gonna cast fear. He's gonna come in like a flood. But that's when we ought to reach back and remember how I made it over. I need to reach back and remember just how I made it over. Over my past troubles. Over my past pain. Over my past guilt. Over my past fear, remember how God has brought you out. Brothers and sisters, I see Paul on his ship. And he's looking back over his life. And he's thinking on the natural side. I didn't throw, didn't throw stuff overboard. I didn't throw the cargo and took it overboard. I threw the tackle overboard. But is that this ship? Is about to break. Huh? But yet this ship is about to break. It's looked like it's still gonna break. But on the spiritual side, he can look back and remember of how he was locked in the innermost parts of the jail. How he was locked in the innermost parts of the jail. 
but he didn't sit there and slumber but he opened up his mouth and he sang and gave praise he opened up his mouth and he sang and gave praise then at midnight the jail shook at midnight the jail shook at midnight the bars shook and at midnight the chains broke if he did it back then he can do it again he can do it again he can turn that situation around all we do on the natural side we look like we just strapped all the things we think we can like, I'll figure it out I got this strapped up haul I got this boat all strapped up but just trying to hold it all together but this looks like this ship is about to break brothers and sisters we do it all we can just to keep our mind sometimes we do all we can just to hold it together but on the spiritual side we gotta look back and remember just how God has brought you out just how God has brought the word the enemy tried to take you out but God said not so the enemy tried to take us out but God said not so but God blocked it and if he did it before Brothers and sisters, he can do it again. Same God back then. Same God back then. Same God back then. Same God right now. On the natural side. We done dropped all the acres. We done dropped every load. But looks like this ship is about to break. That's when we gotta look back and remember. You made a way out of nowhere. You made a way out of nowhere. You always was my bridge over troubled water. You always was my salvation in the time of storm. How many know you got to give God a praise? Open up your mouth. Shout to God with a voice of triumph. Shout to God with a voice of praise. And he knows sometimes the storms come to blow stuff away, some unwanted debris. The Bible says we gotta lay aside everything that so easily besets us. Not just some weight, but every weight that so easily besets us, that so easily will hold us down, that will so easily will discourage us, that will so easily will back us up. Courage. We need to take courage. Take those people and throw them overboard. Some of that stuff we need to throw overboard. Some of these relationships we need to throw overboard. Some of the people in our life we got to throw overboard. But take courage and lighten your load. Take courage and lighten your load. When you gotta say we're in a storm and get rid of those friends some folks just come to suck up your joy some folks just come to suck on your anointing some folks just come to suck up your faith but take on your strength take on your promise take on your person and throw them overboard take on your strength take on your promise and take on your person on your purpose and throw them overboard. The songwriter said, I didn't clean up the house. I didn't clean up my house and I kicked the devil out. I didn't clean up my house and I kicked the devil out. Now I feel God. I feel God stretching out in me. He's stretching out in me. Stretching out in my finances. He's stretching out in my home. He's stretching out in my children. He's stretching out in my job. Somebody ought to shout. Shout to God. Open up your mouth and give God a great big praise. Open up your mouth and give God a great big praise.
Jeffries. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout to God with the voice of triumph. Shout to God with the voice of triumph. Shout to God with the voice of praise. We ain't always going to feel good, brothers and sisters. It ain't always going to go our way. But sometimes we got to look back over our life and think of the goodness. Mm. And think of the goodness of Jesus. Look back over our life and think of the goodness of Jesus. And all, and all, not some things, but all that he's done for me. Huh? All that he's done for my children. All that he's done for my family. All that he's done for my finances. How did he walk me out? When they walked me out, God walked me in. Hallelujah. I've been walked out of some places. But God will turn around and walk me back in. We have to look back and remember just how good he's been. We have to reach back and remember of all the promises that he's given. Mm, look where the Lord has brought me from. Brothers and sisters, I'm reminded of that songwriter that says, all my life, all my life, all my life, not just some, but all my life. Mm. All my life he's been faithful. All my life he's been a deliverer. All my life he's been a way maker. Hallelujah. 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 Brothers and sisters, there's a difference between being broke down and being broken up. I said there's a difference between being broke down and being broken up. When you broke down, you got an old car, you know I need to replace a part, need a new tire, I need a new this, I need a new belt. But when you're broken up, brothers and sisters, but when you're broken up, that's when desperation comes in. That's when your desperation comes. Because you're so desperate, you're trying to find anything you can just to put this thing back together. That's when you're reaching for things. I'm reaching for this. I'm reaching for that. Just to try to put this thing back together again. That's what you do when you're broken. Huh? I don't know about you, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many times we come into the house, we put our church face on, we put our hats on. And we come in here broken. We sing in the choir broken. We on the praise team broke up. Huh? We on the boards broken. We leading testimony service broken. Huh? But we're desperate. But God says, I heard every prayer that you prayed. I saw every tear that you shed. I heard every prayer that you prayed. And I saw every tear that you shed. I even seen you walk the floor all night. But God says, just like this ship, I got to break you. Huh? I have to break you. I got to break you. I got to break you. 
I got to break you. Brothers and sisters, how many know when God breaks something, oftentimes he'll bless it. In this text we see even Paul, when he was on this ship, he broke bread and he blessed it. I'm thinking of the, when he fed the 5,000. What did he do? He took it, he broke it, and he blessed it. He took it, he broke it, and he blessed it. He broke it, but he blessed it. Tell your neighbor, he broke me, but he blessed me. He broke me, but he blessed me. He broke me, but he blessed me. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. He broke me, but he blessed me. Now I'm coming back with four purpose. Hallelujah. And when you're broken, you desperately searching for something. I'm desperately trying to muster up enough strength. I'm desperately trying to muster up enough faith. Huh? I'm trying to pick these things up because that's what I need. That's what I need for my breakthrough. That's what I need for my purpose. I'm desperately looking for faith. I'm desperately searching for joy. I'm desperately searching for joy. I'm desperately picking up faith. Because I'm coming in on broken pieces. Brothers and sisters, we need to tell your neighbor to tell yourself, I'm broke, but I'm going to make it. Huh? I'm broke, but I'm going to make it. My body's rocked in pain, but I'm going to make it. I may not have all my eyes dotted and T's crossed, but I'm going to make it. I've been lied on, but I'm going to make it. I'm talked about, but I'm going to make it. I'm mistreated, but I'm going to make it. So you tell your haters, thank you for the lies that you told. Thank you for walking me out. Thank you for walking out on me. Thank you for cheating. Huh? Because all those pieces was just a bridge that got me over to the other side. Thank you for the lies that you told. Thank you for walking out on me. Because all those pieces was just a bridge that got me over to the other side. Just a bridge who got me over to the other side. To the other side of my destiny. To the other side of my purpose. To the other side of my healing. Shout to God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. says, Jesus, you brought me all the way. You carry my burdens every day. And you're such a wonderful Savior. You're such a wonderful Savior. I've never known you to fail. But you brought me all the way. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. The devil is alive, but we're going to make it. I may be broke, but I'm going to make it. I may be busted down, but I'm going to make it. Not only going to make it, but we're going to make it on broken pieces. The devil is alive, but I'm going to make it. Even on the little bit that he gave me. I'm going to make it just on the little provision that he gave me. I don't need a lot. Just give me a piece. Huh? Just give me a piece. God said, I'm just going to give you a piece. You take one step, he'll take two. My God. I ain't even going to give you a lot. Just to show my power. Just to show my might. Just to give you a testimony. Huh? That ain't I may be exalted. Huh? 
Surely goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy. My God, when you think back over your life, all you can say is surely goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy. Shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell. Tell the Lord, I ain't going nowhere. I shall dwell. I shall dwell. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay on the wheel. When you break me, I'm going to stay. When my situation is broken, I'm going to stay in it. I'm not going to jump. But I'm going to stay in the will of God. I'm going to stay in his purpose. I'm going to stay with his promise. I'm going to stay with his provision. I should dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm. My God. My God. The church door is open, brothers and sisters. If you did. If you hear, and you find yourself in a broken situation, you find yourself in a situation where you have a lot of broken promises. You're leaning and trusting on the wrong thing. God has said, I am here, and I have come that you may have life. I have come that you may have life and have it more abundant. If you hear, if you want prayer, come on down for prayer. Hallelujah.